Good morning, guys. Master Al here. So, you guys are lucky. I'm on my way to work again. Got a two-hour drive, actually, before I get to um, a place that I'm working at today. And I figure i make you guys another podcast. Lucky you. Anyways, so, a lot of people don't know the approach of how to start losing weight. And it all depends. So, it's not so much the approach. You know, a lot of people don't know what kind of exercises should they be using or doing when losing weight but a a big part of this decision it depends on where you are and so i'm gonna break it down for you guys to make it easy so if you are extremely overweight right you carrying 50 plus more pounds even 40 plus more pounds the best way to start your journey into losing weight is by simply start doing more cardio than strength so the formula works like this if you are extremely heavy don't add extra weight to your body your body's already carrying more weight than it needs to so the best thing to do is start doing more cardio than strength meaning start doing more cardio than lifting weights use only your body weight as your only uh, source of weight so no dumbbells no kettlebells none of that stuff not yet all right you're gonna be there for maybe about four to six weeks possibly eight weeks in those eight weeks because you are extremely overweight believe it or not you're gonna lose your first 20 pounds even 25 pounds relatively easy and I'm not saying it's gonna be easy okay so please don't think that you're not gonna break a sweat in order for you to lose the 20 or the 30 pounds you are gonna break some sort of a sweat but relatively easy in the sense where the weight is gonna come off um, easy okay so now you're already down 20 to 30 pounds so now the next stage is you're gonna start mixing 50 50 so in the beginning remember 75% of your workout is pretty much cardio and the only way that you're gonna use is pretty much your own body weight that's the other 25% on the second stage because you're already down 30 to 20 to 30 pounds you are now gonna start doing 50 50 and now you're gonna start introducing uh, weightlifting into your uh, workout so now 50% is going to be cardio, right? Because you're, you're going to continue losing the weight. You're going to continue burning a lot of calories. And now 50% of your training is going to go into lifting weight. So no more using your own body weight. Your body now is strong enough. Your body has been strong enough because your body was able to do that when you were 20, 30 pounds heavier. So now it's time to challenge your body by adding the extra weight. You may not have to go and start lifting, lifting super heavy, you know, so you don't have to go and start like, you know uh power lifting but introducing weights to your workout is going to be definitely an amazing thing for you to do because now you're going to start toning as well so a lot of people they just concentrate on, on um, just doing the cardio part they lose tons and tons of weight but their body is so extremely fluffy and that extra skin and it's just is you're not going to lose weight the right way so 50 50 50 percent cardio 50 percent weights so by doing this you're going to be there for another possibly eight to 12 weeks so we're talking about two to three more months right by then you're going to lose another 20 to 25 pounds possibly another 30 pounds so all together the next five months you should be down between 40 to 50 to 40 of the minimum 60 comfortably 50 to 60 comfortably where now you are down 50 to 60 pounds all right and you did that in five months not too not too bad right so now stage number three, phase three, 
now you're going to be doing completely the opposite of phase one. 75% of your training is going to go into weightlifting and only 25% is going to go into doing your cardio. So everything changes, right? So now you're going to be doing more weightlifting. You're going to be lifting heavier. Uh, your workouts will pretty much most of the time, all of the time, will require weightlifting. Whether you're doing weightlifting through uh, kettlebells, dumbbells, slam balls, resistance bands, anything that actually is challenging you and that you are not just doing your own body weight. Anything that you add extra weight to your body is going to be good. But remember, you did that in phase two. So now it's time to crank it up a little and start going a little heavier. Now, don't lift heavier than your body can handle because the point is not for you to break yourself or for you to... Um, um, what you may call it, pull muscles and it, listen, you're not you're not there yet. Wait until you at least uh, two years into it before you start going crazy about this. Remember, we're working only on phase three now and phase three should come between five or six months after you start a serious weight loss uh, regime, uh, regimen, I should say. So again, 75% now of your training is gonna go into weightlifting and then 25% is gonna go into now doing cardio. Now, the main thing about this, it's your nutrition. Notice I haven't been too strict about nutrition. All, I got, all I'm gonna tell you is that everything in moderation, it's good for us. I mean, everything. Everything should have a balance. You should have balance in everything in your life. Not just your career, not just your uh, affairs, but also your nutrition. Am I saying you're not allowed to have pizza? No. Am I saying you're not allowed to have ice cream? No. Am I saying you're not allowed to have candy no i'm not saying any of that stuff but you definitely have to be very mindful of how you approach this because obviously exceeding your calories it's gonna set you back if you're supposed to consume let's say just to say 2,000 calories and you are consuming 25 or 3,000 calories a day guess what you are not gonna lose the weight you're not gonna see the results that you're supposed to be seeing so do yourselves a favor the first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna go on Google, there are apps that are free that as soon as you put down how much weight do I need to consume per day in order to lose weight, you know, Google is gonna give you all these different options that you can click on where now you can go into more detail. You put down your age, your gender, your height, and it'll tell you more or less how much uh, calories you need to consume a day in order for you to maintain weight. So now you know that if you need to maintain weight by consuming 2,500 calories while consuming 500 calories less, which is 2,000, that's equal, uh, that's 500, uh, 500 calorie deficit, which turns out to be one pound per week. Remember, one pound is 3,500 calories. So if you are putting your body in a 500 calorie deficit every single day, at the end of the week, you lost one pound. But remember, you're working out as well and hopefully you're losing another 500 calories. You burn another 500 calories by working out between 30 to 45 minutes. So now you're putting yourself at a thousand calorie deficit per day, meaning you are gonna be losing easily two pounds per week, which equals eight pounds per month. Eight pounds per month times 10, 10 months equals 80 pounds of weight loss in, one, in 10 months, not even one year, in 10 months. So the numbers never lie, and it's that simple. You just gotta break it down, and you gotta be very mindful of the things that you're doing, okay? If one day, you know, you put your guard down, you ate a little bit more, well, guess what? 
you might need to work out a little bit harder or a little bit longer to make up the difference. And it's that simple, guys. The numbers never lie. So all my clients, the ones that have been very successful with the things that I do for them, have understood this process and completely understand exactly how it works. And the main thing about this is remember, trust the process, all right? Just gotta be patient. It didn't take you eight months or 10 months to gain 100 pounds. I'm pretty sure it took you maybe two to three years. So something that you did in two to three years can be undone, honestly, in the next, you know, eight to 12 months. So it's not too bad. Just be disciplined, believe in yourself, um, be committed to what you're doing. And again, be, please, please, please be, be very mindful of how to do it. So again, phase one, 75-25, 75% cardio, 25% strength. Phase two, 50-50, 50% cardio, 50% strength. And phase three, 75% strength and only 25% cardio. Watch what you eat. Everything you put in your mouth has calories, including Tic Tacs. That's it for me. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you guys soon. Until next time, see ya. Hey guys, what's up? Good morning. So I'm driving to work right now. I figure I'll make you guys a podcast, talk about something that is so important. And yet, even though most of us know this, a lot of people don't actually follow through with this. Well, I'm going to tell you one of the reasons why either you are not successful in things in life, relationships, or your job financially, but more importantly, with your health, because that's all I coach you guys. You know, there's a lot of things that I can talk about, but the main topic that I like to talk about is helping people improve their health. And yes, unfortunately, we're still struggling with weight. And one of the reasons why we do this is because we felt to do this one thing that I am so anal with, which it does not require any effort, does not require any special person. You don't need to be a special person or a super human being or anything like that. You don't need to be a superhero. And that one thing, I wonder if you guys know what that one thing is. I wonder if you guys can figure it out or can actually think about which is the word that I'm, I'm going to actually talk about today. But this one thing, it's this, and again, this one word, it's the reason why so many people in the world, in the history of humankind, people have been extremely, extremely, extremely successful. People that were common people, people that were just your regular Joes, right? People that achieved great stuff in life, and they did it with just this one word. And can you imagine? Can you can you can you guess what the word is? Come on, I give you guys a few seconds. Think about what word, what is it the one thing that you are missing in your life, and the reason why you don't see results with anything in your life, especially when it comes to getting healthier and losing weight. Can you guess what that word is? I can tell you again, once again, this one word again is responsible for the success of millions and millions of people all throughout history in humankind. All right, well, I know the suspense is killing you, correct? And I did that on purpose, by the way. <laughs> but that word's called consistency. People are consistent. The people that see the best results in life are consistent. They're not tough. They're not superhuman beings. They're not like, oh, only people that are over six foot five can achieve this or only people that weigh 300 pounds or that can bench press this or that can run that or that can jump this high. You know, this has nothing to do with your physical abilities. It has nothing to do with anything. I actually seen stupid people being very successful 
and it's because of the simple fact that they are just consistent little pricks and that is the truth you guys honestly if you ask me what is the key to a good weight loss and i know everybody's waiting for like that magic word like something that no human being has ever said before and it, guys there is no such thing you know it is actually consistent people that have achieved amazing things in life were just simply consistent you know they do the things day in and day out listen I am a big believer, big, and a huge believer that everyone should pick up one exercise routine for the week and hit it all week. Yes, it's boring. I, I get it. It's boring. I'm not going to lie to you, but think about this. If you want to see results, if you want to get good at running, what do you do? Do you run one day? You go swimming the next day? Do you go and do ballet the next day and do karate lessons the next day? No, you fucking run. It's all you're going to do. Run, forest, run, right? So if that's exactly what you do. You want to get good at something, you do it over and over and over and over. And the only thing that will change is just the amount of running that you'll do. And so let's choose running as an example because everybody can relate to running, right? Some people love it. Most people hate it, right? Most people can't. The average person cannot run to serve their lives. And that is the truth, you guys. If you were to be in a mall and some shit goes down, and your life depended on running, trust me, half of you guys will fucking triple. Half of you guys will not make it to the door. One, you don't run fast. Two, you don't have good, you can, you can run, period. The average person, next time you test me on this, go out, next time you're out, look at people in general, and ask yourself that question. Can that person run out of a burning building, a mole? Can that person run if they had to run for their life? Can that person run away from somebody who's trying to hurt them? And you, you'll see the answer. I'm not making this shit up. I'm telling you, the average person cannot run. Something so basic as running, the average person cannot run and run effectively. So again, I'm using running as an example, but if you were to become a runner, you say, I need to lose weight. I want to become a runner. I know runners lose weight, you know, and that would be a completely different topic because there's a lot of ways to lose weight, by the way. And running is it's one of them, all right? And it all depends on your age. Running may not be the best thing for you to do if you're a little bit older just because of the uh, high impact on your joints. But again, that's a completely different topic. Let's stick to the pro to, to the topic of being consistent. So you start maybe running one block, right? You go around the neighborhood, you run a few blocks, and you come back home, and you are exhausted. Don't underestimate the power of that one little run. You know, you might be like, ah, my friend Susie, she can run, you know, eight miles every time. Who cares? Who gives a shit? That your friend can run 8 miles, 10 miles. I promise you, your friend Susie or Sarah or Michael, it didn't matter. When they first started, they did not start running 8 miles. I promise you guys. Seriously. You know, they started with a few, maybe a mile, maybe a half a mile, maybe just a little jog around the neighborhood. All right? Everyone, all of us start somewhere. But what gotten to be there and be so successful and so good at what they do is the simple fact that they were consistent and they are consistent. They still do it. They do it on a weekly basis. They don't do it on an every so often basis, all right? They don't do it on like every once in a while basis. You know, they do it on a consistent basis, you know? So that's all I'm saying to you guys. If you are consistent, consistency, that one simple word that we use God knows how many times when we're talking to people or trying to educate our children about being consistent and, you know, doing the things over and over. You know, we need to apply some of this shit to ourselves. But again, this one simple word called consistency, name consistency, that simple word can be the, 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 honestly, the difference between being successful 
or not being successful, all right? Simply because of you not being consistent. So now let's go into detail about being consistent with your workout and your nutrition. Okay, so start with the workout. The workouts I feel is the, is the easiest one for everybody. So I think this could be a personal reason, but I think being consistent with the workout is definitely a lot easier than being consistent with your nutrition. All right, so let's start with the workout. It's hard to come out with a lot of different workouts. If you're not in the business of fitness, then you don't have that broad knowledge of putting workouts together and understanding how many sets, how many reps, how long do I do, what's the duration, and how heavy do I lift, how not heavy do I lift. And, you know, it can get a little complicated, but honestly, keep things simple, all right? Pick something that is comfortable and yet a little challenging. The other day I had a conversation with a couple of my friends about this, and we were talking about, like, how many reps should I do when I'm lifting light? I'm like, so the first one, I say it's a little tricky. You have to pay attention to what you're doing. The way I do it is I want to feel my muscle or whatever body part is that I'm working out burning when I'm at 50% of my reps. So as an example, if I'm going to do something for 20 reps, let's say bicep curls, right? I'm going to work on my biceps, right? I want my arms to look amazing. I want to have a little definition, right? So I'm working on my biceps. So I'm going to do bicep curls. If I'm going to work on my bicep curls and I say, okay, mentally I say, I'm going to, I'm going to grab these, uh, I don't know, 25 pound dumbbells and I'm going to do 20 of them, right? If I start feeling a nice little burn around 10, then that's good. I'm at 50%. So that means the remaining 50% of my reps are going to get an amazing workout. But if I don't start feeling that burn until I hit maybe about 15 or 17 and I'm stopping at 20, technically... I should have done more. I should not stop at 20. I should be stopping somewhere around 30. So, because everybody's level of strength is different. Some people are extremely, extremely strong. Some people look strong and they're weak as fuck, you know? So all I'm saying to you guys is go based on you, all right? Go based on just you. So you grab the weight, you set a number, and you got to start feeling that burn around 50% of what that number is. Once again, if you pick 20 as a number of reps that you're going to do a certain exercise, you got to start feeling that burn around 10. If you don't feel it until about 12 or 14, double that number and you're going to get the best result. Now, that was easy, correct? So now, how many of you will do three to five rounds of that, right? Because you want to target that muscle, that, those biceps. And how many of you will do the same routine three more times this week? The same exact routine. Not a different routine for your biceps. The same exact routine. All right, because there is a lot of different ways to work your biceps. You can work your biceps doing pull-ups, believe it or not. You can work your biceps doing just regular bicep curls, you know, preacher curls, concentrated curls. You can use resistance bands. You can use so many different things to help you achieve the result. But how many of you will stick to the same exact workout three to four times this week and hit that same exact area three to four times this week? Most people don't do that because they get bored. It's like, oh, this is boring. It's the same stuff. It doesn't matter. It's consistency. Guys, the reason why Michael Phelps became a, such a high-level Olympian, trust me, it's not because he was changing his routine. All he did was swim. And, yes, there was other things in there that he used for cross-training to become stronger, right? He lifted weights. He did all the things. But his main thing was swimming, right? He was there in the pool doing his la la laps, doing whatever it took, every single stroke, master it over and over and over until he mastered it to perfection, right? 
So the key is not to get bored. The key is understanding the process and trusting the process and loving the process and understanding that that process called consistency is what's going to give you results ultimately. All right. So again, guys, the key to success is being consistent. Now let's talk about nutrition. So we already discussed about working out, right? Don't get bored with the workouts. Pick a workout that is simple, that is going to involve the following. Upper body, an upper, a nice upper body routine, a nice lower body, a nice core routine, and a nice cardio routine. For upper body, I owe, I'm a big believer in push-ups, guys. I know, ladies, you don't like the push-ups, but trust me, push-ups are amazing. They hit so many different body parts in your body that it's ridiculous, and you do not need any equipment. You can do them on your knees and still see amazing results. When you do a push-up properly, you'll be targeting your core, your chest, your arms, your triceps, your lats. There's so many things involved in a push-up. So many little different body parts that you're working out at once, therefore maximizing your time. Now, you pick a lower body routine. You can do squats. You can do lunges. You can do variation squats, jump squats. You can do all these different things. You can do one and a half squats. You can do pulse squats. You can do lunges, stepping forward, stepping back, stepping to the side. There's so many different variations of lunge, uh, uh, leg exercises. Well, here's, a, here's one that I completely love, and it just does everything for me. I like doing jump squats. And the reason why I like doing jump squats, and you don't need to jump too high, but the reason why I like doing jump squats is because, it, 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 first of all, it's harder to do a jump squat than a regular squat. Therefore, it's taking a lot more energy out of my body, number one. Number two, I'm working my calves. Every time I try to jump, my calves get activated. Therefore, that's another body part. Number three, cardio. I'm doing my cardio at the same time I'm doing my squats and working my lower body because I'm doing the jump part, all right? So jump squats have a lot, a lot of benefits. Now, when it comes to cardio, you can choose something simple. You can choose jumping jacks. You can choose to like running plays, marching plays. So there's a lot of different little routine, uh, different exercises that you can do for cardio. And when it comes to core, I'm a big believer that I do not need to go on the floor to work my core, guys. I'm a big believer that I can do leg raises or kicking. I believe that I can do um, knee strikes. There's so many different things that I like doing for my core because there's times when I just hate being on the floor doing sit-ups like everybody else, right? And no, I don't have the problem where I have a problem doing sit-ups. Thank God I don't. I don't have a problem where my neck hurts. You know, but the average person that is overweight, they do have those problems. And it's because, obviously, their waist is too big, their back is too, too, their waist is too big, and their backs are too weak, and all these different problems. So there are different exercises that you guys can do for your core while standing, all right? So, again, it sounds complicated, but it really is not. All you got to do is simplify, the, simplify it, and you will be amazed at the results you can get. I promise you. Now, that's being consistent with the workouts. Now, let's, be, let's talk about eating. You do not need to eat 900 different meals a month. Pick a few meals that are good for you, that you enjoy, that are healthy, and do those meals. Enjoy those meals, all right? And obviously, choose a couple of meals that are not so healthy for you, things that you like, that you like treating yourself with, that you crave, you know, and enjoy those as well. Remember, at the end of the day, you know, it's not about you being on a diet for seven days a week, every minute of the minute, every second of the minute. You know, like, come on, guys, seriously. I want you to have fun doing the process. Balance is a beautiful thing, but consistency is more important because you want to be consistent. You cannot go this week and say, oh, my God, look at this week. I ate, 
you know, quinoa and I ate only grilled chicken and vegetables and salad. And next week or for the next three weeks, you eating Doritos and you having like pretzels and bagels and having burgers and French fries, you know, and, and feel amazing because you just did that one week. You know, you're not going to see results like that. You're not being consistent. All right. So you have to be consistent and you have to have more positive days than negative days. And that's a completely different topic as well. And I'll just touch on it real quick. You have seven days a week. Try to have more of those days that are positive than negative on both exercise and nutrition. Four out of those seven days should be working out. Four out of those seven days should be eating healthy. And the other three should be not so crazy, all right? But again, that's a completely different animal. That's a completely different topic that I can get really, really involved with it and give you guys a complete course on how to do it properly when it comes to those numbers. But again, today's topic is all about being consistent. Be consistent. Again, once again, most people that are consistent in life, most people that became millionaires, most people that are athletes, Olympic athletes, whatever you want to call them, people that have reached different goals than you, the only difference between them and you is not because they're better than you. It's because they actually are consistent with the things they do. So truthfully, if you're still struggling with your weight, ask yourself the one question. How consistent have you been in the past 12 months when it comes to your workout and your nutrition? And there's your answer, my friend. If you can answer that truthfully, then you know what the answer is. You know what the answer is, and you know where, where you fell. All right? All right, guys. This video turned out to be, not video, this podcast turned out to be a little longer than I expected. But hopefully, I give you some good content for you to think about. Have a wonderful weekend. I'm recording this on a Friday, so have a wonderful weekend. I'll talk to you guys soon. Until next time, see ya.